Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back in and rolling on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN, and very pleased to be joined by the head football coach at the University of Memphis, that be Ryan Silverfield, on X at our Silverfield. Coach, what's happening? You're in my birth city. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, as we landed, I saw, you know, it was so big coming in, landing in St. Louis, saw the Gabe Coon statue, and yes. uh, it was good to see. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, I haven't a chance to pay homage to it yet because we've got to get ready for our big game tomorrow night. Yeah, and I was telling uh, I was telling Scott as well, you uh, you went to uh, Top Golf last night. You were about five minutes away from my birth home. So I, uh, and, and honestly, nobody's in there. My family's in the process of a move to San Diego. So I offered the garage code. You guys didn't take me up on that. I guess y'all were taken care of at a hotel or, or elsewhere. So. Yeah, we, we thought about putting some of our better players up in your former home, but I think <laughs> right. Top Golf, one of my shots, uh, I, I sliced it pretty well. And I think I actually cracked a window, so yes. I didn't just in the bill. Go to Memphis Athletics, uh, care of somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, so was this always going to be the plan, though? Getting there a day early, I, this is not necessarily a commonality. Uh, you know, bringing a bringing a team practicing one day in a uh, you know for a non conference. Uh, away game uh, was this always the plan uh, with what you were going to do for for the St. Louis trip? So two things occurred, Gabe. One, when Missouri didn't want to play us at home anymore, I said, okay, so let's do, you know, whatever it was going to be, and uh, a home game for them here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll call it that. Yeah, and, yeah, um, I mean, they their 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 logos on the field. So I think it's and fair. once we. <laughs> and once we uh, knew that we were playing Navy on a short week, so I looked at it twofold. I said, one, our guys, you know, I'm going to give them Friday, Saturday off of Navy, get their bodies right back, and then and proceed into preparing for Mizzou. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, I knew that our guys, you know, um, would have their legs back underneath them. And with us playing in a dome, which a lot of our players haven't played in a dome, right. and it's, it's not like it's, uh, you know, it's a. It's not the newest of domes, right? <laughs> different turf, different feel for things. Uh-huh. Um, so I said, you know, with given the schedule, the way it works, right? With our guys having the advantage to, you know, get ahead on classes, to take care, take care of their bodies, and do those things. 
it just made sense to me. Okay, hey, let's let's practice Thursday morning in Memphis, um, and then head to St. Louis and and you know do some camaraderie stuff because mm-hmm. you, you still think about it, right? That's as important as anything as we continue to have these new faces on our, our roster is getting to know each other and spend time and part of the team building aspect. So we did that the top golf. And then just another night, right, to, to be around our guys, uh, not even talk football last night, but just to be around them and, and let them take care of their bodies with treatment at the hotel, feed them, hydrate. And then more than anything, the biggest thing was getting a practice in the dome, right? Those right. lights are different, the turf different, the locker room, and the feel of everything is so different than um, just going and playing, hey, we're playing an away game in, in a different stadium. So I thought it was important. I think our guys really bought into it. They've been phenomenal. Um, they've enjoyed this trip. Uh, they're focused and excited about the challenge tomorrow night. Do you have uh, Do you have any experience in the uh, in the Edward Jones Dome? That's what it was when I I mean when I was going to Rams home game home games. But I think it's the Dome at America Center now. Do you have any experience from your NFL days there? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, coached against the uh, the Rams twice, and then they told me. Uh, in fact, uh, one of the local reporters looked it up, and 2012 December uh, was the last game I coached in there. And, Adrian Pearson won off, um, and it was a Vikings victory. So, look, we'll take any type of repeated success like that tomorrow night for the Memphis Tigers. Uh, right. But, yeah, you know, guess what? I, I don't think the, the turf has changed much. <laughs> no. The locker room certainly has, but no, no. It's it's going to be a great venue. It's going to be an exciting time. I know a lot of our fans are traveling. I wish them safe travels, but it, it's going to be a heck of an event, and uh it should be a great game. So when we talk about Mizzou, um, they're coming off a big win against Kansas State with a 61-yard bomb from their kicker. I still can't believe that that thing went through the uprights, but good for him, SEC record. Um, but their quarterback, Brady Cook, may have some some injuries along the way. I know it doesn't necessarily change that you're going to prep for him, but how much different is it when you don't necessarily know, you know, from a defensive game planning standpoint, how much different is it when you don't know who's going to run out there first? Yeah, I mean, I do think it – presents more challenges to the defense. Everybody says, oh, what, is that good news? Not really, because now instead of just saying, here's the quarterback that's going to play, now you're prepping for two quarterbacks. You're going back and watching the first game of the season. You try and pull up film on them. Um, but here's the deal, Gabe. They went into the season saying they have three capable starting quarterbacks. So a month ago, they weren't sure who the quarterback was. Game one, they played two quarterbacks. And then, you know, even before their game versus Kansas State, right, their, their quarterback was getting booed by their home crowd. Right. So, um I, I just don't play into the games. I'm sure he's banged up all this stuff. We've got to prepare for Missouri's offense and what they do, uh, Eli Drinkwood's system. So um, we've got to come out all guns a blazing and figure out what they're trying to do offensively. But we have had to go back and watch and see the other quarterbacks in action just to get a feel. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, number three, number three, they definitely force-feed him for a good reason. He is, he is a ball player, Luther Burden. How much, of the, uh, how much have you guys had to hone in on him and, and what he can do? Yeah, I mean, he is downright explosive. Um, you know, arguably considered one of the best athletes in the entire country. I believe he's Mizzou's top-rated recruit in program history. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dude can run. I mean, Calvin Austin's speed with size to go. Um, he's electric and move. It does so many things. He's our punt returner. They're going to find ways to take shots with him downfield, vertical shots. They're going to put him on screens, reverses. Every time they can, they're going to try to get hit the ball in his hand. So, Obviously, we have to clean up our tackling uh, right. from the first half of last week. We've got to be sound. You know, when they do catch a screen pass, you know, get him down, tackle him. He's going to have some plays. He's going to make some things. When they do take the vertical shots, uh, play top down and go make a play on the football. 
because uh, if not, he, he's, he has the ability to expose anybody in the country. I mean, he's that good. He's an All-American type candidate, and uh, they know what to do to try to get the ball in his hands. We've just got to be smart and sound and play efficient around him. Right. Right, and and with the tackling woes of the first half against Navy, I, I know you're not going to make excuses, but how much of that was short week? Because the second half, they 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 came out, they were getting guys at the ground, they they sort of hit their stride. First half, it seemed like a little bit of a slow start. Do you attribute that even a little bit to it to the short week and maybe not getting to hit as much? Sure. Yeah. Look, I. I'm always the first to blame myself, as you know, and right. I did not allow our guys. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. To tackle live bodies in a short week. Um, if we did that when you were playing, you'd say, what the heck? We would have a players union, right? So that was even a few years back, much less nowadays. So on the short week, we just said, listen, let's let's be smart. You know, we never went full pads. Right? We're in shell. So we were smart with them. The biggest thing was getting the game day healthy on a short week. Um, and then the, the elements of the triple option, it's different, yeah. right, Gabe? We saw some things, different blocks coming from different angles, different ways to pursue the football. So a combination of all that, and we've just got to be better. I think, you know, once the second da- uh, second half came, we slowed ourselves down. We said, okay, we know what's coming, and, and then played more sound. And obviously that helps with cleaner tackles. Yeah. Now what did you – let's let's rewind to it, and I know you put it in the past, but what did you like – from uh, from your team, what did you not like from your team from that from that win? Yeah, I mean, look, missed tackles and then the ability to put the game away, and we didn't, right? We talked about yeah. those are those things that will absolutely haunt you uh, throughout the season if those continue, right? We had the ability to finish the game twice. then, um, But then what you do love is the resiliency to finish the game yes. in a different manner, right? The defense to go out there and get the stop and to trust it because – you know, the ebbs and flows of a college football season game, you know, we hope we're playing 14 games this season. One game at a time is, you know, it's so easy to point the finger and say, oh, here we go. This is bad things are happening. This reminds us of Houston. Like, we're not able right. to. No, the guys are like, okay, we got this. And the belief system in these young men is huge. So, you know, I got to see the perseverance, the character of this group that, uh, man, they're going to continue to battle. And that's as pleasing as anything. And that may not show up in the box score. But what you know is, and you played the game, and, and you understand what it's like in that locker room. Okay, there is a belief, man. We we can, yep. we can do this thing at a high level, and so that doubt is never laid in. Um, you know, even no matter what it looked like, whether it's the first quarter to the final whistle. Uh, they got a little funky with that spot there at the end. I I felt like I almost saw you come unglued running off the sideline there. That was that was something. I I that was that was a strange moment. I from where I was, my vantage point, it, it felt like he was a good three quarter yard short. I I know that you probably because you can't call for a, a review, right? You you can just sort of get a timeout and and suggest, hey, strongly suggest, hey, go look at that. Yeah, there's no such thing as a challenge, so there's no red flag in the back of my pocket, much to, to fans' demise. Uh, <laughs> right. It's the nature of it. Now, you can have some choice words and some nice conversations <laughs> with officials about what they need to do right. and, and, and say some things that, uh, you know, that are probably not pleasant to the, the common person. 
and uh, just let him know my sentiment on what really should have happened. Um, and then at that point, I was close to just burning a timeout because if they weren't going to challenge it themselves or review it, then uh, my only option was to call a timeout and be an old school, you know, probably like a major league baseball, you know, <laughs> manager coming out and arguing my case. Lou Pinella kicking yeah. kicking the dirt on the on the umpire's feet. Yeah. Hey, listen, if they, if they had to eject me and it meant we won the football game, I'm sure we would have been okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that spot was clearly short. I'm glad they will get it right. And yep. so we're not here to uh, to bash the officials. We're just here to find ways to win the game, and and we were fortunate. But yes, it was. Um, the, the hair on the back of my neck, I'm sure you could see, was standing up. And, you know, I was not, when I went out to talk to the official, it wasn't about how I, I liked his shoe choice. Now, last couple of things for uh, head football coach of the University of Memphis, Ryan Silverfield on X at R Silverfield. When we talk about this weekend going into the Dome, you guys have been there for a day. You've gotten to practice in the Dome. Um, so what are the keys? Like, what, what, do you, what do you guys need to get accomplished to get a win uh, in St. Louis? You know, look, Gabe, I mean, you you understand it. It's an undefeated SEC team that's playing really well right now that's um, that's going to make some noise in the SEC. And so it's we've got to come out and play our best ball, and we got to come out swinging. There's going to be – right, this will be the first time we practice the crowd noise because it is in the Dome and it's an away game. Um, there's going to be some adversity. How do we handle it, right? They've got right. good players. So things are going to happen. So um, whether it's the opening kickoff or, you know, middle of the fourth quarter, you know, some things they're they're going to make some plays, and how are we able to handle that? How are we go out and continue to attack, and the explosives? We've got to find ways to hit on ours when we can, and also understand that they're going to take shots. So we can't allow uh, them to just open the game up and, and take shots down the field and and connect. We've got to play sound fundamentally and do what we're capable of. And it's going to be a four quarter fight. Um, we want to turn it into a, a dog fight, and that's what we're expecting. And um, our guys are, are ready for this challenge, but it's an opportunity, and they're so excited. So last week, watching Blake Watson, I mean, I, it was a coming out party, at least for Memphis fans, to see him do that in a Tiger uniform. Did anything you see on uh, on uh, last Thursday, did anything you see surprise you on, on what he was able no. to accomplish? No. I mean, Blake has, you know, we knew he was banged up most of the spring. So I, I, when I knew his special was about midway through training camp, I said, man, this, this kid's the real deal. And uh, there's a reason he's rushed for back-to-back thousand-yard seasons. And then what he can do, you know, catching the football right. in the backfield, he's great in pass protection. He does so many things. So, right, he's about as well-rounded player as you can find. And, you know, to be able to go and put him on display for the rest of the country, see, is pretty darn huge and special for him. So nothing surprised me. We're going to continue to rely on him and the rest of our running backs. But, uh, you know, I think now everybody at least knows who Blake Watson is. No question. Well, good luck. Let's uh, let the main thing be the main thing. And then on Monday, you'll be at the Memphis Touchdown Club. So I think I think people will enjoy that as well. Over yeah, there at well, the Hilton. That's one more week after that. But, yes. One more week after be, that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got you. I think. Uh, you know my schedule better than I would. But, yeah. yeah. We're, we're excited. Uh, obviously, all of our fans are traveling to St. Louis, uh, whether it be tonight or tomorrow. Safe travels. Looking forward to seeing the tiger blue. The yes, sir. Out there and, and go, go find a way to go one another this week. Rock on. Well, appreciate it, Coach. Thanks, Gabe. Take care. See you yes, later. sir. That is Ryan Silverfield, head football coach at the University of Memphis at R. Silverfield on X. Um, and he will be at the Memphis Touchdown Club next Monday, I guess is what it, what it sounds like. Um, and if you need tickets and information for that, go to memphistdclub.com. But very pleased that he could join for at least a moment before they get into meetings and get into all their prep tonight. Um, But we have to go ahead and transition from here 
and the Blitz is going to be next. Right here on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.